Hello and welcome to Gloss Over, a podcast for creators, artists, entrepreneurs, spirit seekers, beauty lovers, and bosses. We're taking a deep dive into topics that we just can't gloss over. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Gloss Over Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Megan Whalen, makeup artist, entrepreneur, and beauty professional. Hey, gang. She is joined by Caroline Trudeau, experienced innovator, culture maker, and the creator of thevoicescollection.com. Hi. See you next Tuesday, boo. Happy Tuesday, girl. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. I'm so excited to be in the same space as I know. you. It's been a while. It has been. Hopefully, people can tell that the quality of our recording has significantly increased because we are in the same place. I, I agree, and I but I do have to say that I feel like even when we're not, it's it's gotten better because oh, sure. the producer has definitely stepped up. We her We have game. an awesome sound engineer, indeed. Yes. She's kind of a mess, but um, she's a cosmetologist. <laughs> A licensed beauty professional. She does not and know. And an entrepreneur. Yeah. She's not an engineer, but that's fine. She does a great job. So do we need to talk about something that's kind of like, I don't want to say taboo, but like not generally discussed in polite company? Uh, yeah. I mean, what else would we talk about Isn't that the point podcast? of our fucking podcast? Okay. <laughs> Sounds like cool. yes, please. <laughs> okay, great. So glad you agree. Money. Mm-hmm. And the coin, the coin, the paper, the checks, the dollar bills, the dough, the, the cake, the cash money, the, the doll hairs, all of the I things. I mean, what, how many names are there for the money? Cheese, the cheese, <laughs> the chang, the chung. <laughs> yes, let's talk about money. All right. Absolutely. So, my question for you is because you have, I feel like, much more. Valuable experience mm. than I in terms of negotiating salary. So, like when I, for example, I don't. First of all, <laughs> I don't negotiate, right? Like I set my rate, take it or leave it. That's it. I mean, that's one tactic to negotiation <laughs> that I actually I fucking love. Yeah, but like when you are in the midst of your negotiations, it's like like what does that look like? How do you justify yourself? What a painful exercise it must be to like justify your value, essentially. Yeah. And how that translates into like my fucking paycheck. Yeah. Your compensation, your money. Yeah. It's really difficult. And it's usually an uncomfortable topic to bring up. Yeah. And it's also, you know, when you're in mid-career, you're you know, you're going to have a conversation with a recruiter or a hiring manager and, you know, who brings it up first. And it's usually the recruiter's responsibility to do that. And, you know, at what point and all the things mid career, you know, the differentiation is usually incremental, like one little step at a time. Mm -hmm. But what Um, if you're not working with a recruiter? Like, let's say it is you toe to toe with the person that's going to hire you and make those decisions. Like sans recruiter, sans, you know, middleman, which I would imagine would take a lot of the the discomfort out of that conversation because it's it's going via like a third party. Yeah. What do you do? And it's like, so what were you, you know, if they offer you compensation, do you like, I mean, like, how does that happen? If they say the compensation is X number of dollars and then... It's not what you expect or... Yeah, if it's like way below where you think you should be, 
Yeah, well, you need to How does that conversation go? Like, Oh, how does the conversation go? Uh, I'm sorry, the salary does not meet my expectations. Okay. (laughs) I mean, it's pretty... So there's no... Do you you feel like there's room to negotiate? Because the reason I say that is it's come up a few times in my career... And this is going to get real controversial, so hang on to your hat. But hang on to your weaves. I, <laughs> my life's front. Um, there have been times in my career where I wasn't making the same money as my male counterparts. Oh, girl. In spite of being as qualified, in some cases, more experienced than my male counterparts. And I'm not trying to turn this into like a wage gap combo, but like it's, I'm taking it there. I feel as though men in that position, and you tell me if I'm wrong, she have way more corporate experience than I do, but I feel like men in that position have an easier time. And it's just generally accepted as standard practice that if someone gets a lowball offer and they're like, no, how about this? And they counter, I don't think that anyone looks at that negatively. They're like, well, he's just, he's just negotiating his value. He's just doing what he's supposed to do. And mm-hmm. like, I feel like as women, people probably be like, well, who in the hell does she think she is? Do you know what I mean? I know what you mean. So I think the first thing when addressing any sort of compensation and talking about money is to know your value. Mm-hmm. And it's this, I don't think is different uh, in corporate America or as a small business owner, as an entrepreneur, as you know, you just have to know what is the value of the skill set that you have and that you bring mm-hmm. in addition to the experience that you have. So as you get you know further along in your career, um, and the way that you know what your value is, is you have to know what the market will sustain. Interesting because that's a good point. And I guess this is for like the baby bosses in the in the front row who are listening to this and maybe want to know like, where do I start? Because I feel like yep. I just took whatever I was given because I didn't know any better. Uh-huh. I wasn't taught We that. talked about this. When you start your yeah. business, it's like you're going to take almost anything because you want to get started. Mm-hmm. And, you'll, and you'll work for free or yeah. whatever. So in this day and age, with this thing called the internet... <laughs> I just sounded like an old lady right there, which I am. Um, You know, there's so many resources that Mm -hmm. a little bit of research, you know, if you're going to spend eight hours putting a business plan together, if you're going to spend eight hours doing research on a certain job, if you're going to spend two or four hours preparing and tweaking your resume and writing a cover letter and doing all the research, like you should also do that research about yourself. Mm-hmm. And there's all kinds of resources out there. And I mm-hmm. can think of Glassdoor yeah. and I, you know, like even like white papers or research that some of the consulting firms have done. There is a plethora of information out there. Another way to know your value if you're in a small business world a world is to do some research on your competitors. Mm-hmm. How are your competitors pricing their work? How do you think that they're making money if you're trying to if if you sort of backwards engineer mm-hmm. what they're offering in the marketplace to determine potentially what kind of margins they're making? Like you should be able to look at three or four competitors and get a really good idea. Mm-hmm. And that's a good idea to do, not just to figure out what you want to charge or how much money you're going to make, but also how your services are going to differ and how you're going to talk about yourself, how you're going to market yourself and all the things. So it's not only establishing like your dollar value, 
by market research, looking, you know, Google, standard Google search will probably get you most of the information you want to know. And then someone in my position would obviously be doing competitive research, seeing how much money people are charging, all these things. But you're also then like, okay, great. Like I see what they're charging. Dig a little deeper into what the qualifications for this position are. Exactly. Dig a little deeper into what these competitors are offering. If you're a freelance person who's kind of doing, you know, per job type work and then set yourself apart to differentiate either as a corporate candidate or as a a, a small business owner who's freelancing or doing something, right? It totally applies as a corporate candidate Mm -hmm. as well. Yeah. You're going to look and see um, whatever information you can can find, Mm -hmm. whatever like roles may be out in your geo, or even nowadays you can look globally. Mm -hmm. And that gives you some great points to look at. Mm. What? No, I'm just, I'm, I'm, so many thoughts are coming to my head and I just like don't want to get ahead of myself and I want to let you finish what you're saying. Oh. But like um, all the thoughts are coming to I don't me. know. I just want to know your thoughts. Okay. Well, <laughs> I, I, so, so I guess the first thing is you've got to know what you're worth. Okay. And I think even more, you know, as we're unpacking this, um, more importantly, it's like you cannot be desperate. Mm. You cannot go into a situation and pretty much say, I'm going to take whatever, like the situation that I'm in right now is so bad that I'm going to take whatever to get out of it. This is not a career strategy. It's not a money-making strategy. This is just like, I've done that. I I, know plenty of people do it, but like, why is it that we do? So, so I, you know, this episode is not necessarily about that. Uh, but it is really important to not get away from a place and take a pay cut or to look at a situation where you would not be making everything that you think that your value is. I will say the only time that I feel like that has been different in my life is that like I didn't, I took a baby pay cut for better quality of life. Okay. That's a different value system. That is. Yeah. Exactly. So So that's different. That's different. Right. Value may not be dollars. Your dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But so, like if you're in your 20s and you're sort of climbing the corporate ladder. Right. And you're going from, you know, you're going, you're going for, you know, a little bit of extra money, a little bit of extra money, a little bit of extra mm-hmm. money. You know, when we're young and we're eager and even into our early 30s until you get to sort of that middle management level, like you're going to be working your ass off mm-hmm. for a little extra all along the way. Right. You know, and then you're probably going to get a break and you're going to get a bump that's a little higher. And then when you get to a certain level and a certain amount of experience, then you're going to get to a point where you don't really need to discuss salary mm-hmm. when you're coming into a leadership position. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, if you get to a point where you are going for these kinds of roles, then, you know, there's sort of like a an understanding that these jobs pay a lot, they demand a lot, and... That's so it's essentially it then just about culture, yeah. Culture and like, is it going to fit? Right. Yeah. Okay. So, but let's let's take it back to the to the folks that are still like negotiating. I mean, is it okay if you get an offer and you're like, well, gee, I was really expecting X, yeah, and I so, can't okay. accept uh, Y. The the first rule of negotiation is listen. Mm. You're gonna be asked, what are your salary expectations? What are your compensation expectations? And the key is to answer that question without a number. Because 
on the other side of the table, they know they know exactly what they want to pay for a certain role. Mm-hmm. And they might stretch a little bit or, you know, if they really, really like you or, you know, they might rob Peter to pay Paul. Or they might lowball you if they think they can get away with it. 100%. Because the point for the business is to save money. I mean, it's exactly. not, it's not, unfortunately, and I hate to say it, but I think also, and I'm going to say this. Say it. I think women get the shit end of the shaft on that one a lot more because we're less likely to be assertive in that role. I'm so glad you brought it full circle to the women and men mm-hmm. topic. The difference, one, I think one of the reasons why, and this is, I, I know my feminist girlfriends are going to freak the fuck out right here, but, and boyfriends too. I won't throw my microphone at you. It's fine. I'm the <laughs> feminist. One of the reasons we're underpaid is because we don't know how to ask for what we deserve. Exactly. That's why we're having this conversation. That's why we're having this conversation. So first things, know what you're worth. Know what your male counterparts Mm -hmm. are worth. Know what your competition is charging. And be prepared to have a conversation about it. Yes. Don't get caught. Unprepared. Yes. Oh my God. It is the same exact thing as reading a script and getting in front of an audience. Right. Right. So when you're going to get on the phone call with a recruiter or with a hiring manager or with a client, Mm -hmm. you have to be convinced Mm -hmm. yourself Mm -hmm. that this is my number and I'm not going to budge. And you have to have practiced it because people are going to come to you and they're going to say crazy, whacked out shit that's going to throw you off your game. And you're going to be like, "Uh, okay, I'll just take two dollars. You know what I Mm -hmm. mean? So that when you do, the idea is that you're not going to get to an offer that you're not going to be prepared to receive. Got it. So if a recruiter says, what are your salary? There's, what are your salary requirements? There's a lot of ways to answer that. And some of it is personal style, right? I know what I would say to that. What would you say? I would say if I was in like corporate, back to my corporate life, which I walked away from almost a decade ago at this point. I would say something like, well, I, I think something that's competitive and commensurate with my experience. Yes. That's Let me a just great drop way. this motherfucking mic. Yo! Yes. <laughs> competitive, commensurate, and um, comprehensive. The three C's. Meaning also like I need healthcare, I, I need 401k, meaning, you know, I need time I'm going to consider yeah. a complete comprehensive package. package that takes into consideration what I bring to the table. You can answer with all different kinds of things. Like I value year over year equity or, or um, I, sorry, I get, I'm getting all the different terms confused. I value year over year increase in a base salary. Mm-hmm. I value high bonus payments. Mm-hmm. I value equity. I value, you know, you can yeah. share. What do you want? Like, do you want a large salary? I do. I do love a large base because you get it every year. Yeah. Bonus, you never know if you're going to get it because the rules always change. And unless you have LOI or, mm-hmm. you know, letters of intents mm-hmm. and formal contractual documentation in, in an equity sense, then, then you may or may not get it. Right. You know, there's there's always games that get played, especially in corporate. You yeah. know, the rules will change halfway through the exactly. year. And you're like, wait, I thought you were measuring this KPI and then it's another one. So y- you, can, you can answer these questions in a lot of different kinds of ways. Um, I'm going to consider a, to- a total package. You know, vacation time is really important mm-hmm. to me. And depending on how the conversation went with the other person. Continuing too. education. Like there's, yes, a, million there's a million things that go into your compensation package above and beyond your flipping paycheck that you get every right. month. Right. So okay. before you pause and let the other person come back to you, mm-hmm. then you have to ask the question. 
Um, something like, I'm sure that you have a budget for this position. I'm sure that there, are, there is a range. There's a salary range in this. I'm sure you have a budget. Um, wh what is your budget? And then the recruiter is going to be like, now it's on them to play the game. And then you listen mm -hmm. and you listen and you listen. That's interesting. So the first year out of the gate with my business, I, I did some market research and I looked at what other people were making mm -hmm. and I was like, well, I don't, you know, I don't have the experience that this person has. And, and once again, like, I don't necessarily think that as you progress in your business, looking around at what other people are doing and what other people are charging is wise. In my business, that's not always a good idea because okay. you've got some wackadoodle-doo that's charging extortion amounts of money for our market. Like or a lot. Of, like, a lot. Oh, okay. Like a ton. Like, holy shit. Or you have someone who's really... Just cutting everybody, all of us off at the knees. This like, is a problem. Like, girl, it's a huge problem. Like, girl, raise your price. If you're that, if you are so busy, you can't catch your breath, but you're not making any coin. Like, if you have to work that much to make this amount of money, then it's time to raise your prices. Like, when you're booked yes. out X number of months ahead of time, you're in demand, the price goes up, so you can work less, so you can work smart, not hard. So, while I while I say that, I say all that to say, in the first year of my business, I, and the client was like, well, what are your rates? And I'm like, well, what's your budget? For this specific event, for this specific gig, for this specific job. Yeah. And I have to say, nine and a half times out of ten, they came back with a much higher number than I would have asked for. Hello. Yes. Exactly. And yeah. then you don't miss out on going that way. Right. Same exact thing in corporate. Yeah. And to the undercharging thing. Mm, girl, please. Is the same thing. So the That's minute, a problem. The minute one of us and us being people that have a certain skill set that is similar, that is comparable mm -hmm. under charges, then we're cutting everybody oh, yeah. off at the knees. It's awful. So the person who's going to take that job that I got underserved for, or I'm sorry, not underserved, but under offered for, mm -hmm. if they have my same amount of experience, they have just essentially made it worse for everybody sure. that has my type of experience. Exactly. Exactly. So then it becomes even harder, right. back to the women topic, mm -hmm. for us, all of us, to catch up to the men. Yeah. Because the men are looking out for each other, honey. Let me, let me, they don't compete. Bitch. They're let's like, let's, let's just get all into this together. Yep. So, yes, I don't want to get into the male or women, men or women. Well, we've but, done that. That's but happened. It's, I mean, and this is why, especially in the freelance world, mm -hmm. I see things like the collectives right. that are starting to form. Yeah. Right? Like these, these small community-based group of like-minded, like-practicing artists and professionals mm -hmm. and, and even the technical people that are just like, hey, we're going to get in this together and we're just going to all sort of benchmark and work and move our professions forward. Mm -hmm. Together. We have to do it together. Yeah. And Which I think is super special. So good tools. Not we're not necessarily going to roll up in there with a counteroffer number. We're going to be a little more strategic. We're going to talk about you want them to to mm. say the first number. This is rule number one. Interesting. Um, I guarantee that the, if you were in my like legitimately, if you were in my life, let's say fifteen years ago, my career would be would have been completely different. Yeah, and I I mean I want to say to all the humans out there who want to have this conversation one-on-one, one-on-one, mm -hmm. you know how to reach me, mm -hmm. do it. This is one yes. of the things that I'm like the most passionate about. Yes. Hit her up. So they, they say the number first and then you never react in real time. You just pause, let me get back to you or let's see where this conversation goes and, you know, continue the conversation 
And interesting because I also have to say, okay, so interesting. I mean, let's be real. My corporate experience is not high level like yours. I was not that high up. Oh, that's not true. In the org chart of the last corporate business that I, I, I was in, I was direct report to a VP. So I was, I was up there. I was up there. I, I wasn't in my last job. (laughs) Well, it was a much different company, but but it's still a publicly traded company. So, um, I would say that, you know, for me, it was like one of those, if there was a scenario in which I was offered a position, first of all, as you pointed out, I did not have the school, the skill set to negotiate my, my worth and my value and my money and my time and my total compensation, all the things you mentioned, all that good stuff. But additionally, I didn't know that step either because there you are in someone's office. I'm talking to the person, the my direct, the person to whom I will be directly reporting. Obviously, HR is going to get involved and get the compensation and all of that stuff done. But that person's looking for an answer like right now. Yeah. And so it is fair to say that's really generous offer. I'm so glad. But listen, this is such a huge, important decision for me to make. And I'm so excited to even be where I am right now. But I'm going to let me give me, you know, 24 hours to really kind of marinate on this. And I also want to take that time if I could to ask any additional questions before making a decision. Absolutely. I mean, I, I can't even think of how to better okay. script that. Cool. Well, and like, again, I'm a day late and a fucking quite a lot of dollars short. No, all right? no, you're, I mean, th- these are all skills that you bring to your business as well. That's true. But you know, whatever. so, you know, sit down in the, in, in the comfort of your girlfriend's salon mm-hmm. and play out, role play these conversations. Yeah. And Ask your friend, your guy friend, your girlfriend to be difficult, to be a bitch, to say, mm-hmm. no, actually, I need your answer right now. Yeah. And like, oh, uh, what would I say? Like, it's when we are not prepared, when we are not Oh, I know what I would say to that, too. Tell me. <laughs> no, I need your answer right no, now. No, I would say, I, well, I appreciate that, and I understand the urgency that you want this position filled, and I absolutely empathize with that. However, this is an important decision for me as well, and I am going to have to take some 24 hours. I, you will have my word. You'll have my answer within that time frame, but this is just not this, – this is too important for me to make a decision immediately. Yeah. Like I appreciate that you want to fucking so know like right now. It's a super important decision in my life. Right, I exactly. Am, I am building my career. Right. I'm committed. I'm loyal to this company, all the things. I yeah. mean, we could – Role we play could, this yes. whole situation. Which we won't do to death, but because you're dropping some bombs. And you can't tell everyone everything because if they're going to call you to consult, like, by the way, this was not intended to be um, like an infomercial, like a teaser for Caroline. This was absolutely... <laughs> no, though, this is a topic that we have wanted to We have wanted to, to cover this, but in all seriousness, whoever's listening, if you are curious about it, please use her as a resource because yeah, she's extremely well-versed. It's what she's passionate about. It's no different than asking me what color lipstick to buy. Okay. Like right. it's important. Right. It's important. Is so. this a cooling tone or is this a warming tone, darling? <laughs> here's another, here's another nugget. Um, do not ever take a pay cut. Oh. During your employment or like, just don't when you're moving from company to company, right? Moving company to company. Don't or, take I mean, a pay I, cut. I guess it could, uh, it could happen that at your current employer, Things are so difficult from a maybe a financial perspective or a human resources would, perspective. Right, things could be difficult. Okay, so that's a whole nother yeah. topic. But mm-hmm. if you're going from one place to another, don't ever take a pay cut. Right, 
My rule I'll, of thumb. Leave that like for extremely extenuating circumstances. Yes, like you're in an always, unsafe work environment. Or oh yeah. I mean. You are trading perhaps like I mentioned before, a better quality of life. You know, maybe like this, my new employer right. is going to, you know, pay me, let's say for, for just for number's sake, $10,000 less per year, but I'm only expected to work a 35 hour work week and I can do that from home and I don't have a two and a half hour commute and I don't have to travel unless I want to. And they've also added, by the way, like a continuing education package. Yes. That's different. You have to weigh each and everything very carefully, don't you? Yeah, because there's value in right. each of those. Time. Each of those aspects has value, mm-hmm. just like looking at, at a total comp package has mm-hmm. value. So I guess when I say don't ever take a pay cut is don't ever take something that doesn't increase the value of your compensation from job to job. So don't take less than. Don't take less than. Yeah. I got this advice and I was, I was really, really young. I think I was like That's 24 years old. Why you're brilliant now. Well, it was just one of the nuggets and I have not done it. I mean, I did take a, a cut financially to start my own business and to seek for my next, you know, whatever, whatever is happening next. Um, but I was well prepared for that. So yeah, I got this advice when I was really young. The other advice is you always want to go like at least an increment, an incremental 10% in value. Yeah. You know, yeah, like, okay, that's a good 10% number. more, 10% more. And then you nickel and dime your 10% and suddenly over 10 years, you're making more money. Yes. All right. Another nugget. <laughs> just gonna, I'm just going to drop them all. Give us the gems, please. The only time that you really get to negotiate for your value is when you begin work at a new company. Okay. So Mm. if they say, you know, in 60 days, we're going to look at your salary. And in six months, you know, we're going to get another blah, blah, blah. And we're going to, you know, we're going to review your salary. And we're going to make sure that blah. Those Those are words. Those are words, and they're all very nice, and I appreciate them, and I but love... they mean nothing. They don't mean nothing until there's a coin associated with them. But is it reasonable to ask for that in writing? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't mean anything. Because they can be like, nope, never mind, I we've mean, reviewed especially, it. Exactly. Especially in the state of Virginia, it's a right-to-work state. Like, who gives Maryland a fuck about... Maryland, too. Yeah, who Maryland gives a fuck too. about what's happening in six months? Wait, right-to-work? Is that, is that like, like, at will? Yeah. Okay, yeah, we have that, too, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you could, you could just... You can leave, you can come, you can, can, come, leave, you can they go, can leave, they, they can, can fire you, they right, they can exactly. fire you for your eye color, yeah, it's and, crazy. And back to a, a point that you made before, you know, HR is most often there to look out for the company. Mm-hmm. So the only time that you have to really go after what you want is when they want you. Mm-hmm. When you're going in and so it's really, really, really important if you're going to leave your job to go somewhere else to have your market value solid and to be really well prepared at negotiation because you're not going to get that chance again. And really clear about what you want because yeah. it's it's often like I've said to you before where you, you go into a negotiate you're coming into a negotiation and you're like I would like an employee I would like an education I would like this da da I would like all these things like you have in your your list of things that you want which is great. But it's often like I've said to you, this is a different topic, but same principle I think applies here, like management style. Like it's okay to go in being a little extra hard ass because right. then you can back off a little bit. Yeah. But I also think that it's difficult to go in like everyone's friend and this super nice person because then they're way too comfortable, way too too soon. Mm-hmm. I mean, some people disagree with me on that. I've, I mean, I've there's had, different styles. There's different styles. Different strokes but from different folks. You're, all, you're almost better off kind of going in extra I mean, that's negotiation one-on-one. Like, I'm selling something for X number of dollars. I'm going to ask more than I think it's worth because we know we're going to be doing this back and forth. We know we're going to be doing this dance. Yep. Hello, Poshmark. 
exactly. Alexander McQueen scarf coming Hello. soon. Coming soon <laughs> to a stoop in Baltimore. <laughs> um, so, and also, like, that's where you start. Mm-hmm. You are going to start from a place where you're already elevated. Mm-hmm. So everything after that, you know, your 5% year over year increase, your little 20% bonus or whatever it is that you negotiate for yourself always starts from a higher base. Yeah. So So you're not behind. You're not behind. You're You're ahead. Exactly. You're ahead the whole time. Oh my gosh. So good. Yeah. So good. All right. Well, this has been invaluable. So thanks for sharing all the nuggets. Hey, my pleasure. And if anyone's out there on the hustle, trying to get better and improve, Hit up my girl. Go to collectivethoughts.com. No, thevoicescollection.com, boo. We don't go to collect collective thoughts? thoughts. is part of the Voices Collection. Right, but where do we... Okay, tell me where do we send the people. Just to Instagram at this is Caro. Okay. I right, mean... Fine. Or Twitter at GlossoverPod, and you can ask for her, and I'll make sure she sees the message, and just slide in the DM, send an email, send a smoke signal, carry your pigeon, doesn't matter, just hit her up. <laughs> Hit her yes, up for all the good information. I'm actually also interested if there's other opinions. You know, I sort of, these are like my, yeah. you know, four or five sort of rules. And of course, rules are meant to be broken. There's always exception cases and there's always outliers out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm really interested yeah. in hearing from the people. What are your strategies? What are your rules? For yeah. Or have you really like fucked up once and like, yeah. oh my God, this was a disaster. And yes, Caroline's right. And yeah, share with us all the things. So I wanted to quickly shout out, if you guys haven't left us a review, a five-star review, wherever you consume your podcast, please do yeah. that. It helps other listeners find us, the algorithm, all the things. So please drop us a review, leave us a nice uh, note, or at least give us five stars if you don't mind. We'd appreciate it. Until next time, okay, love you. Bye. The end. Thank you for listening. Have a topic you'd like us to gloss over? Hit us up on Twitter at GlossOverPod and find us on the web at thevoicescollection.com slash GlossOverPod.